Welcome to CII Radio. In this episode, we are talking to Sean Fisher. In this episode of the podcast, we're talking about building public trust in insurance and about corporate chartered status. And we are joined by Sean Fisher, CEO of the Chartered Insurance Institute. Recently, the CII released the results of the corporate chartered status consultation. And as a result, they have made changes to the proposition. To find out more about this podcast and for useful links, visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Sean. Hello, Sean, and welcome to CII Radio. <laughs> Hi, Luke. It's always a bit, a bit funny because obviously Luke and I work together and then when you do these and he's sitting there going, hello, Sean. <laughs> yeah, suddenly it's kind of uh, in the role of the presenter, yeah, rather than the colleague. But um, yeah, welcome. We're very pleased to have you with us. Thank you. Excellent. Um, so we're talking about building public trust in insurance. Could you start maybe quite generally talking about why um, public trust is so important in insurance and financial services? Yeah, well, I suppose that the, the basic point is that, you know, know all of us as humans we're not going to engage with or buy products from uh, people that we don't trust or we don't believe in and if that if that's the case you know for insurance and financial planning and advice then that's really serious for mm. everybody and for society because you know I think we all recognize actually that appropriate financial planning and insurance solutions are pretty vital for long-term well-being you know not just of individuals but also families and businesses you know and that's you know that is one of the key drivers for financial security and resilience for all uh, we use a phrase here which is you know life is a risky business <laughs> yes uh, yeah. and the one thing we all share in common is that you know frankly until you die we're all on a life journey yeah and you know it, it is the case that you know m- most people can't handle you know everything that happens to them just themselves you know they need help from insurance and financial planning Certainly. So they're, they're obviously very important aspects of, of individual lives, their businesses and society. So um, the trust in those products and those services um, is, is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, so how could you, well, could you tell us a little bit about how corporate chartered status um, plays a role then in building that, that public trust? Yeah, I, th- I think the beauty of chartered is that in a, in a sector where it's quite hard to know who people are you know lots of funny names you know there's all these different functions brokers insurers you know what 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 is that all about yes yeah but there is this sort of long historical title i suppose of chartered which we all associate with professionals and professions and the 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 concept really of of uh, chartered is that it's a public declaration by that individual or that firm, you know, that they are committed to ensuring that they have the technical competence to do the the role that they're telling you they can. Mm. Um, but perhaps even more important that they accept that being a professional has, you know, two other aspects to it, which is, you know, signing up to a published ethical code so that you know that these people have made a commitment to their behavior as well as their competence yeah and also that you know if you're a a professional you know one of the key things is that you're you're in a fiduciary duty with the customer so you care about the customer as opposed to just your own ends and we uh we we tried to put this into some words on on a summary slide for corporate charters and we've we tried to summarize it as what the badge really the ethos of the badge is 
nurturing knowledge, customer centricity and commitment to society. So that's how we're kind of going to try and get at that concept. Excellent. So how does corporate chartered status um, and indeed perhaps these changes to the proposition that the CII are making, um, how will this continue to to benefit firms? I I mean, in in essence, you know, chartered, you know, still has the well, chartered has the benefit that it has and I always thought that uh, we had a past president called John Moore uh, yes, who's run yeah. his you know he's he's quite sort of well known in the market but he's run his own very high quality community you know broker in Wales for 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 many many years mm. and I always used to love it because he has one of those sort of you know rickety wooden signs as you go into his his offices and it says you know choose chartered and then it says well why wouldn't you because it's yeah. it's for your clients or it's about your clients absolutely yeah um and i i think you know so the funny thing is when you ask the question how does it benefit them you know the issue is it you know it benefits you because of the declaration you're making to society and your clients and by you know by definition if you if you create trust yeah you know then then people will trust you <laughs> um and uh, i think there's no doubt from all sorts of surveys that have been done that you know that that tr- that trust builds builds a, a a commercial but you know outcome as well as a as a conceptual one i think the other thing is i mean we're a heavily regulated sector and there's all you know there's always lots of moaning and groaning about in ever increasing regulation regulation is a set of rules and yeah. if you if you if you let people impose rules on you you know they're not always necessarily going to be the rules that you like and they're not necessarily going to you're going to maybe think they're not exactly right well if you're not if you don't want someone else to impose rules on you you've got to turn it around yeah and tell them and society what you're doing about it and that's the beauty of chartered is it's it's your public commitment that you're doing these things and often you know regulation and rules will often only address the minimum whereas what you're really doing through chartered is is you know committing to you know a much higher hurdle than than that so i think you know i think customers do respond to that concept Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's, as you say, it's about um, firms not just meeting the requirements, but going above and beyond and, and maintaining those higher standards of, of service and, and ethics that, mm-hmm. that, that lead us on kind of quite nicely to, to building public trust. So, I mean, as you say, this does come back to the consumer um, ultimately. And, you know, how do you feel that this all kind of will benefit um, customers of insurance and, and financial services? I'm always at pains to say, I mean, no, you know, no, no rules are going to guarantee <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no, no badge, no, no, anything is is going to guarantee that any human being is act is you know is actually going to do the right thing. Of course, um, yeah. But particularly in our sector, where there are no minimum or ver- in 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 certain areas of financial advice, there are some minimum standards of qualification. But in the vast majority of financial services and insurance in particular, there are no recommended minimum standards. So how do you how do you tell? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, your brother, you know, your brother-in-law says, "Oh, I think these people are quite good." I mean, yeah. that's good, <laughs> you know. But some kind of indication that that people and firms have really put themselves out to to uh, equip themselves for your benefit you know I would have thought is a is a good thing and chartered is you know it's not something invented by 
firms for themselves. I mean, you no. know, the Privy Council oversees all the charter marks uh, in the UK. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, it isn't easy to get a royal charter which allows you to give out charter status. So ourselves and our other sister professional bodies obviously take this very seriously. Yeah. Um, and it is a way of, of I suppose, you know, the establishment trying to give badges to the public that, you know, the public can, can have some faith in. Absolutely. They can recognise and, and know they can they can trust. Yeah. So what can listeners and um, indeed the wider insurance and um, financial services professions expect next from the CII um, in terms of uh, the new proposition, which is, which is um, currently taking place? Uh, what I quite liked about uh, the summary that has been uh, produced on this is that there's two two sides to it it's very <laughs> right. easy often to come out with a product or a service where really there's there's just the the customer commitment yes <laughs> and yeah. it's quite easy to forget that there's you know that really there's a commitment on on the provider's side as well mm, yeah. so there always has been obviously from the CII for uh, corporate charters but I think we perhaps needed to re-emphasize our commitment uh, to it um, and also to you know, to take uh, feedback that we've had, obviously, over the last 10 years yeah. and then make, make some more, you know, some clearer steps on the path. So this is a journey. I mean, it's, mm. you know, I think it'll be a journey forever because things move on all the time and Absolutely, what customers yeah. expect moves on. But what we basically said is there's, there's sort of five core areas to our commitment. And we've called them uh, enhancing value, relevance to changing business models, applications and renewals effective oversight and social impact so that's yeah. kind of how we've tried to sum it up and starting from july the the specific deliverables which are itemized in the in the chartered documentation you know will start to be rolled out from from our side of of the equation but just to to uh, just to raise a couple you know sometimes people have said to us well you know a key element of chartered is you know, it's contribution to public trust and that's about the, you know, the ethics and behavioural side yeah. of things. Yeah. So we have, we actually have a lot of content and we've talked about and discussed ethics, you know, in, in quite sort of academic uh, and intellectual terms for a long time. But I think there's a feeling that, funnily enough, what we need is some more sort of induction level materials you know that are, that get at the principles of it and the concept of it yeah and also that there's learning and assessment materials on 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 you know for chartered firm staff on you know what does what does this kind of behavior look look like and feel like we know that our sector <coughs> moves on all the time and um sometimes we have to apply for new titles because things emerge in our sector which are important for businesses and consumers to understand yeah so we that's what we've applied to the privy council for a new chartered title uh chartered insurance underwriting agent yeah yes um we obviously have to get any new titles approved by our membership as well as by the privy council but pending that decision at our agm in uh june this year um we we will have that new title um, to represent the agent and MGA space, which is increasingly important <coughs> in yes, our yeah. general insurance market. And then I think just to, to pick a last thing, you know, social impact. I mean, you know, I think everyone knows that at the CII we've done 
you know, lots of work on diversity and inclusion, both internal to ourselves, both externally in the market around both gender and BAME work that we've done and LGBT work. Um, And as I was saying to Luke just before we started this, uh, you know, we did, we have had it pointed out to us quite rightly that we also probably focus quite a lot on you know, the development of young people and encouraging young people into the sector. But we've got to be very cognizant of, you know, not losing sight of the fact that we've got lots of older members as well who've been very committed to us. Certainly, um, yeah. And, you know, so we, we, you know, given that people are living longer and people are members for a very long time, you know, we need to not forget that we need to pay attention to our older members as well as our, our younger members. Um, so we've we've tr- sort of tried to sum this up as a, as a diversity and inclusion uh, commitment, which is sort of principles-based, because it's clearly one of those areas where putting rules around it is not really the point. No, no, no. But it 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 hasn't been emphasised specifically as part of the criteria before. Mm. So uh, now we've we've put some uh, stronger emphasis around that. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. And as you say, this is um, this, you know, the refreshing of the proposition and um, the CII kind of looking to keep it relevant. Um, it is a journey and it's something mm-hmm. that will, is, this is kind of the beginning over the next kind of coming months and, and years that um, the CII will always kind of look to maintain and, and keep up with the modern profession. Yeah. And I think it's difficult when you bring in something new, which, you know, which obviously Sandy and the CII did, you know, sort of just over 10 years ago. Yes. You yeah. know, you've got no idea really where that's going to lead you and ending up with you know some of the biggest names biggest brands you know and over 900 firms in total taking corporate charter status if i said that was well beyond what uh, i think maybe sandy and his team had originally thought would happen i know that's true so yeah. probably 10 years is a bit long to <laughs> to leave a sort of regular uh, uh, or sort of you know rigorous reassessment so i think yeah. probably there'd be more of a regular refreshing of of the of the concept but hopefully the the, the sort of now we've you know we're clear on the ethos of it mm. frankly that's probably been the, the same since the beginning of time so i'm not sure we're going to be changing that particularly yeah but obviously as the sector develops or things that customers are feeding into us uh, develop then obviously we'll take those things into account so where would you kind of direct kind of members and the wider profession to to find out more information or guidance about um corporate chartered status and and uh, the current refreshing of the proposition Uh, we created a, a specific email address which is chartered firm, all one word, at cii.co.uk, okay. just to take you directly to things. Or, you know, please feel free to, you know, ring one of our corporate chartered advisors, and our number is 0208 530 But you can always, of course, on any of this stuff, go to our normal website, cii.co.uk and follow the links um, which hopefully hopefully now after our web refresh are not won't be too tedious no absolutely and uh, you know and obviously all all the detail around chartered is is then on on the website fantastic well thanks so much for joining us today sean um, we appreciate it. it's kind of a general overview we've certainly kind of covered a lot there and um it's fantastic for you to to come in and join us today no problem thank you very much um, and thank you uh, all for listening if you would like to find out more uh, you can visit the journal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts uh, you can also find us on twitter at cii group so until next time thank you for listening and goodbye <laughs>